Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, big news are Protect Tennessee Borders. A lot like Wilson off Home Improvement. Our uh, Protect Tennessee Borders rally is happening March 20th. You can go to protecttnborders.com. That's protecttnborders.com. If you'd like to join us, uh, we've got some great speakers. I hope I don't leave anybody out. Uh, we're going to have Janice Bowling, Senator Janice Bowling, uh, Senator Mark Pody, uh, representatives Gino Bulso, Jody Barrett, Brian Ritchie. Uh, we're also going to be joined by uh, Steve Abramowitz. And thanks to my friend Gary Humble, who is also helping me in this effort to bring attention to what is apparently, according to polling data, the number one issue that Republicans want addressed at the state level. Now, the integrations are not 100% done yet, so you will not get a confirmation email. But we will get your info, and that will probably go out tomorrow. We've got a few things we've got to do behind the scenes, so protecttnborders.com. We're not sending it out to the masses yet, so you can be the first one to register. Only the folks that listen to the Big 7 with their ears open or the podcast, protecttnborders.com. I hope I didn't leave any of those speakers out, but we will give you updates as we go along. Here are some of the stories we have. Tennessee bill would put illegal immigrants who commit violent crimes behind bars for life. It's a good thing, but I've got some uh, comments Revealed language for Governor Bill Lee's school voucher plan. Watson Champions bill that would allow unvaccinated families to adopt kids in Tennessee. Here, here. A bill that would ensure compliance with Age Appropriate Materials Act. Placed behind the budget by who else? Good old Chairman Gary Hicks. Boy, he has been killing more conservative legislation than almost any other state rep in Tennessee this time around. House committee passes bill to require Tennessee law enforcement to report illegal aliens to feds. Eh. Maybe that does something, but I doubt it. Uh, well, they could put that along with all the sternly worded letters that they've sent all the agencies that do nothing. A bill to criminalize abortion trafficking of Tennessee minors passed by House Committee. Here, here, a turn uh, alternative Tennessee sovereignty bill. I would almost call it a fake Tennessee sovereignty bill. Undermines stronger nullification bill that has grassroots supports and more. Guys, do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. You'll get our news our newsletter newsletter that's delivered by Jason Vaughn to your inbox about 11.30 to 12 o'clock every day. And there's no other news organization in all of the state that's going to tell you what's actually going on in your state government from a conservative perspective. Trust me. All right, let's get right on with the story. I would throw these things over my shoulder, but I'm afraid the wind's blowing. I'd have to chase them all over the yards. The dog would probably try to eat them. Tennessee Bill would put illegal immigrants who commit violent crimes behind bars for life. House Bill 1872, sponsored by Representative Monty Fritz, a good, solid conservative, and corresponding bill uh, 2770, sponsored by Senator Janice Bowling, the Iron Lady of the Tennessee Senate, aims to deter those who are coming across the southern border by making their way into Tennessee with the intention to engage in drug or human trafficking. According to the bill, drug and human trafficking uh, lead to violent crimes. Indeed, they do. Enhancing the penalty for a crime will reduce the frequency of that crime occurring. This bill also seeks to make schools safer from violent crime. In addition to enhancement factors already prescribed under current law, the statutory penalty would increase if this bill becomes law, authorizing a court uh, to convict uh, those found guilty of certain offenses to imprisonment for life without the possibility of parole. I think that would send a strong message to illegal aliens who want to continue to uh, perpetrate crimes here in Tennessee. 
as the GOP leadership allows them to come in uh, in the thousands and do so. Back to the story. If the bill succeeds in becoming law, the convictions of illegal immigrants for violent crimes and the use of deadly weapons will be required to be reported to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation and Human Trafficking Council. Nine Republican co-sponsors have signed on to the proposed legislation in the House. It's a good sign. The representatives that support the bill are Jody Barrett, Ed Butler, Kip Capley, Chris Hurt, Kelly Kessling, Lowell Russell, Chris Todd, Mark White, and Todd Warner. There's some mixed bags in there. There's some some folks that have been a little bit wishy-washy on this, and then there's some folks that have been stalwart. I'm glad to see people coming around. Next story. Language revealed for Governor Bill Lee's school voucher plan. Guess what? I'm reading this as you're getting it. Sometimes that's how this stuff happens. In the form of a seven-page amendment to the caption bill, the language for Governor Lee's Education Freedom Scholarship Act has been revealed. The amendment that makes the bill... For House Bill 2468 and Senate Bill 2787 state that the scholarship funds could be used for, quote, tuition, books, tutoring services, transportation, computers, approved summer academic programs, specialized after-school academic programs, along with fees for early post-secondary opportunity courses and examinations, <gasps> entrance exams required for post-secondary admissions, and industrial credentials that approved by the department. The educational uh, therapy services provided by therapists that meet the requirements established by the department would also be covered. For the 2024-2025 school year, a maximum of 20,000 scholarships will be awarded in the order in which the department receives applications. 10,000 scholarships are available for students whose household income does not exceed 300% of the federal poverty line, and an additional 10,000 scholarships are available for students irregardless of household income. Frankly, I think that's how it should have been from the beginning. There is likely to be three versions of the school uh, voucher bill. Governor Lee's seven-pager, the Senate 17-pager, and the House is expected to release their version soon. The key difference that we know of at this point between Lee and the Senate is that Lee's version does not require participating students to take annual tests to measure the effectiveness of the Education Freedom Scholarship Act. Uh, Lee says that the parental choice provides ultimate accountability. I believe that. Here's the thing. I want accountability. I want accountability. You hear all the Democrats screaming about accountability, and I'll ask you a very simple question. I've posed this many times. When have you ever seen one school that fails shut down? I can name five or six of them right in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I can throw a rock and hit them. And they've been failing for 20 years. Nobody's been fired. Okay? No, no schools have been shut down. So there's no, this whole uh, farce about a- a- academic accountability is just a big joke. And I do believe uh, that parents should be the ultimate arbiters about their kids' educations. And guess what? When you graduate somebody who's functionally illiterate after 13 years in government schools and $144,000, who gets to live with those consequences from then to the grave? The student and the parents. I tell you what, those state bureaucrats and politicians aren't going to be around to mop up the pieces. All right, guys, next story. Hey, before we get to this mailbag, I almost forgot the mailbag. We get some mail. Send your mail to P.O. Box 625, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Not Chattanooga, Tennessee. I'm messing this up. P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. That is P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. I got this nice uh, note from Carrie. It says, thank you for your presentation and last night's uh, very first AMAC Action uh, Tennessee Statewide Chapter Meeting. I enjoyed being there. Uh, I have to tell you that uh, you were a hit. Uh, the people in AMAC uh, praise your talk highly. It seems that they like the way you talk to people and not lecture to them. Uh, we are so very fortunate. Thank you very much, etc., etc. Got another story here. Or no, this is another story. Got another note here. Uh, dear Brandon and staff, uh, again, thanks to all you do for conservatives in Tennessee. I uh, love your Friday Big Seven. Well, here I am. Here I am. 
Uh, post uh, the updates on your sweet family all. Thank you that very much. Uh, please find enclosed a small donation that I hope will help you in a small way. Uh, as per my usual, I will send notes as I can. Thank you very much. This this either says Sandia or Andrea. It, it's a little, it's difficult for me to read, but I do appreciate you. You know who you are. And then this one was very short and sweet. And it just says, thanks for all you do. Wayne, thank you for sending those in to the mailbag. I appreciate your uh, words of encouragement. And I also appreciate uh, the donations because we run on grassroots uh, contributions only. It's just people like you that keep us in business. We're the only uh, news organization I know of in the entire volunteer state that is not somehow corrupted by corporations. Or uh, if, if some campaign gives you some cash to run ads, they'll change their editorial content, even if you're a rhino. We don't play those games over here at the Tennessee Conservative because yours truly makes his money doing something else. So I don't have to compromise myself like so many politicians do. Next story. I've been giving Bo Watson a hard time about the fact that he's married to a woman who lobbies for corporate welfare and probably gets paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's wildly unpopular, and then that comes into his household budget. Now, he, he doesn't return my text messages anymore. I don't hear from him. That's fine. But I want to tell you that when people get it right, we praise them. This is all about policy. has nothing to do with personality, and we take it issue by issue. Watson champions bill allowing unvaccinated families to adopt kids in Tennessee. Thank you very much. Uh, and this is actually driven by a friend of mine uh, up here on Signal Mountain who has just done a, a fantastic job. Uh, Gail, you know who you are, of getting things through the Tennessee uh, House through citizen lobbying. And citizen lobbying, not not you know big, huge corporate lobbying. She, this, this lady doesn't get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do the right thing. She just goes up there and does the right thing on her own time. I think that's how it should work. A bill sponsored by Senator Bo Watson would end current vaccine rules for families fostering or adopting, uh, adopting babies under 18 months old and kids with significant medical needs based on the family's moral and religious objections. SB 2359 would eliminate flu and whooping cough uh, vaccine requirements for adoptive families and foster families uh, caring for infants uh, that are medically fragile. Watson said, quote, under the current law, families are disqualified from fostering and or adopting a child uh, in state care because of their immunization status, which I believe to be discriminatory and unfair. Why uh, would we hinder any good, safe families who desire to foster these babies? Um, and, of course, Jim Lehman, executive director of legislation and policy, told lawmakers they currently have no shortage of families who wish to adopt foster infants who are willing to comply with current vaccine requirements. Jim uh, Lehman probably represents one of the most poorly ran organizations in all of Tennessee DCS. So anybody that comes up from a failed organization and wants to lecture you about things, I don't know that I'd listen to them that much. Um, Watson said the demographic of the group, these are people that are unvaccinated, um, you know, tend to view the world a little differently than we do. They are highly educated and they are affluent. This is true, demographically speaking. Uh, and they have resources to help care for these kids uh, and are very well educated. Look at the studies on the people who are in the vaccine concern cohorts. Listen, I don't take medicine. If I can help it, I don't want to get on 15 pills, 85 shots. I just have no interest in that. You know what I do? Diet and exercise. Diet and exercise. You know, maybe some supplements, you know, with, with my doctor's uh, assistance. You know, I don't go to a, a physician who just says, take this shot, take this pill, take this uh, flu vaccine every time it comes out, even though it, it might work 20% of the time to 50% of the time. And frankly, we don't really know. And all this money gets poured in to the Tennessee General Assembly from all these vaccine companies pushing this stuff. And they, they donate and donate and donate. And they get all these legislators hooked on it. 
And so congratulations. Uh, thank you, uh, Senator Watson, for standing up on this issue. Guys, as I've mentioned before, we run on grassroots support. If you will go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that support button. Hit that support button. Here's what you're going to get. If you get $50 or more, you will get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Right now it is in phantom mode. You can't see it. Uh, it's kind of like uh, Wonder Woman's invisible jet. But rest assured that it's right here. Uh, it says proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Uh, also in phantom mode uh, is this <laughs> Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker and this Stop Feeding the Rhinos bumper sticker. And if you give any amount, we'll mail you those along with a directory of your state reps and your state senators so you can contact them. So go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Allay your guilty conscience for not really donating or contributing to the conservative causes. You can't just be a keyboard warrior. If you're just a keyboard warrior, you might as well just sit it out altogether. you got to put your time, you got to put your money where you say your convictions are. I always say that I can tell if you're a conservative or not by looking at two things, your calendar and your bank account. If you've not logged hours doing something like door knocking, calling people, um, uh, phone banking, things of that nature, uh, writing letters, showing up to events where actual conservative organizations are being supported. And if you don't write a check occasionally, and it needs to be a decent amount of your budget, uh, just like your philanthropic or your church giving, there needs to be some kind of percentage in there for this. You're not a conservative. You're just a, you're just a talker. And that's just my personal opinion. So go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. You can also mail checks, and we get a lot of them at P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. On to the next story. Tennessee bill to ensure compliance with Age Appropriate Materials Act placed behind budget by Chairman Gary Hicks. Boy, I don't know who gives old Gary his marching orders, uh, but he listens. He's yeah, I tell you, Hats off to leadership for finding somebody who will not do the will of the people, but will only do the will of leadership. I believe we've got it in, in Senator or in Chairman, rather, Gary Hicks. Uh, in the Tennessee House uh, Finance Ways and Means Committee, a bill seeking to uh, add an explicit standing provision to the Age Appropriate Materials Act of 2022 that would give parents the ability to file claims to enforce the act was placed behind the budget. House Bill 1632 gives a parent of a child who attends or is eligible to attend a school operated by a local educational agency or public charter school standing to file a civil action against the LEA or public charter school and a chancery court of competent jurisdiction to enforce the age-appropriate material acts of 2022. Okay, just to, just to make it simple, they've passed all these laws, which they often do to grab headlines, acting as if just banning something actually makes it happen in the schools. And then when it doesn't happen and then people complain about it, there's no mechanism uh, to bring suit or to challenge it. like it's, it's almost like a toothless law. And we've got a few toothless laws. We'll talk to you about another one here in a moment. And uh, so this is what, what they're trying to codify. The legislation fiscal note says, um, or Jeremy Hicks says, that House Bill 1632 does have a as cost associated with it. So we we'll have to place it behind the budget to consider it at a later date. I uh, certainly look forward to having discussion. I'm sure you do. Gary, now here's the thing. Buddy, there's all kinds of, there are millions and billions of dollars for corporate welfare. Bill Lee ensures it, and, and so does Republican leadership. If, if, if millionaires and billionaires need millions and billions from Tennessee taxpayers, oh boy, we'll call a special session. A special session, an extraordinary session to give away money to millionaires and billionaires. We will do it. We will do it happily. Like It's, it's all because we don't have a GOP. We have a COP. What's COP? A COP is a corporately owned party. We have a corporately owned party in Tennessee. It just amazes me the things that are really important that grassroots and Republican primary voters want. They get put behind the budget while the millionaires and the billionaires in these left-leaning corporations that hate your values, hate your candidates, hate your way of life, 
often work to subvert them. Those are the, those are the things we always seem to find the budget for. Amazing. Next story, House Subcommittee passes bill to uh, require Tennessee law enforcement to report illegal aliens to the feds. I, I'm glad this is happening. I guess it's helpful. Uh, but the feds don't seem to be doing much. They actually seem to be causing all the problems. So reporting data to the feds, what are you going to put that in the round file? Uh, the bill's sponsor, uh, Representative Rusty Grills, presented HB 2125 to the House Department of Agency Subcommittee this week. He noted that the legislation would force law enforcement agencies to report contact with illegal immigrants rather than just giving them authorization to do so, requiring them. Representative uh, Michelle Carringer noted that the taxpayers were having to house illegal immigrants in Knott's County Jail, so ICE was called to take the immigrants, which I'm sure they just released right down the road. I mean, they're doing it all the time, bussing them in, flying them in. It, it, it's, it's an invasion here in Tennessee. It's been going on for three years. Republican Party leadership's done nothing about it. Representative Grills does not see that the bill, if passed into law, would create any additional burden on law enforcement officers. Chairman John Holtz called Jr. called for a voice vote with ACE prevailing in Democrat Jesse uh, Chisholm requesting his vote be recorded as no. The bill's been placed on the full state government committee calendar for February 28th, which is full of a bunch of rhinos, if I recall correctly. So we'll see if it goes. Guys, do go check out my friend who's also helping me with the ProtectTNBorders.com event. That's ProtectTNBorders.com. Uh, Steve Abramowitz helping us build a crowd and maybe getting some big names and some heavy hitters there. You know, it's funny. Uh, and, and Steve and I have talked about this before when Matt Walsh came and gave Governor Bill Lee and Republican leadership a black eye about allowing transgender surgeries at Vanderbilt. What a terrible, awful, satanic organization, uh, medical center, and the whole, the whole lot over there. Um, you know, that Janice Bowling brought a bill two years before and it was killed by Republican leadership. But then when Matt Walsh shows up and gives him a black eye, and like, oh my, people are looking at us like we're not doing our job. Hey, hey, y'all run out there. Y'all run out there. Y'all run out. There's some cameras out there. So we're hoping we can produce something similar here uh, that Republicans would actually find their conscience uh, heading into primary elections. So Steve's going to be helping me with that. He recently interviewed Robbie Starbuck, who I actually text messaged about uh, this event today. Uh, Mark Elrod, deputy uh, sheriff running for sheriff in Williamson County. Karen Bracken, a uh, co-founder of Tennessee Citizens for State Sovereignty. So check out Mill Creek View Tennessee podcast. Mill Creek View Tennessee. I, he interviews more movers and shakers than I do because I got to do the Big Seven. I just don't have all that extra time. Next story. Bill to criminalize abortion trafficking of Tennessee minors passed by House Committee. This is good. A Tennessee House Health Committee passed legislation that would make it a criminal offense for an adult who is not the parent or the guardian of a minor child to assist the minor in concealing or obtaining an abortion. This is good news. Before House Bill 1895 was introduced, Democrat Rep. John Clay Clemens requested that the final vote be taken by roll call. The legislation was then presented by Republican Representative Jason Zachary. Uh, who stated that this is a parents' rights bill. Now, Jason Zachary, is I've got mixed feelings. Like, he started out pretty conservative, and he'll carry a few conservative things. That he's the one that carried this red flag gun law, which I think is just the nose under the camel's nose under the tent to get into our Second Amendment rights. It says Second Amendment rights, Mr. Zachary, are, shall not be infringed. And that's fine if y'all want to pass it. Y'all are, y'all are the ones who are going to have to see when you run for office in the primaries when they put on postcards and they put on social media ads and they put on television and radio on, on talk radio stations that, that you pass red flag gun law bills. You put that on a postcard, you put that in a letter and you mail it to people, they ain't voting for your butt. So all these dummies, to me, they're up there committing political suicide because that is like, you know, that's like the third rail. You can you can touch you can touch the Second Amendment rights in Tennessee, but boy, 
it is, you want to talk about an easy way to beat somebody. I don't really understand this. As someone who used to run campaigns uh, on the conservative side, after debate on what would be allowed in the case of rape or incest, Zachary stated that his intent with the bill is to protect every child, period, end of story. The committee went out of session to hear testimony from several physicians, uh, etc. At one point, Republican Representative David Halt asked, uh, at what point does the medical community become an advocate for the unborn child? Hmm. Republican uh, Sam Whitson from Franklin voted with the Democrats in opposition to the bill. I hope Sam Whitson isn't running again. He's just a rhino through and through. Next story, alternative Tennessee sovereignty bill. I call it a fake sovereignty bill. Undermines stronger nullification bill that has grassroots support. According to conservative grassroots Tennesseans, uh, the Tennessee State uh, Sovereignty Act of 2024, sponsored by uh, Senator Adam Lowe, does little, if anything, uh, to protect state sovereignty, and it may be a ploy to undermine a stronger bill that conservative Tennessee lawmakers have been attempting to get passed for two years. So here's what happens. Like state sovereignty is like one of the big issues. Like illegal immigration is like way up here, and then state sovereignty is about here, and then everything else is below with grassroots primary voters that pay attention. It's the absolute truth. We've polled on this. And so what happens is because somehow, someway along the way, the legislature and the governor and everybody in Tennessee state government and Republican leadership has forgotten that if it's not enumerated to uh, the government, in the Constitution, the federal government, that it, it, it is in the purview of the states, and they have not exercised their right of nullification hardly ever. And so they've just forgotten how to do it. Like, it's a, it's a thing of bygone history, and they don't want to see it come again because they are worried about the, the federal teat drying up. We saw this. Bill Lee had sell his own mother down the road for a couple of federal dollars. He, we saw this when he sold our constitutional rights in the medical community for Tennesseans and federal workers during COVID. All right? If, if, if you have to keep your job, if they tell you to put 15,000 things inside your body and, and you don't, they don't have any consequences for the repercussions, we know where Bill Lee stands on this stuff. And I think a lot of these folks uh, are running these bills to try to, to make people think that something has happened when nothing indeed has happened. Um, Senate Bill 2058 would set up a 10-person legislative committee that would be authorized to receive input, advice, and assistance from interested and affected person parties who are not part of the Tennessee General Assembly, etc., yeah, that's what we need, Mr. Lowe. We need another pissant committee. Oh, we had a, a pissant uh, TNGOP illegal immigration committee about two and a half years ago that came up with no recommendations, that never followed through with anything. I think this is what it would turn into. Founder of Tennessee Citizens for State Sovereignty, Karen Bracken, says that Lowe has made comments against nullification in the past. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. She said, this appears to me to be a way of killing Senator Bowling's bill while appearing uh, to his constituents to be on the right side of the issue, just another Trojan horse bill. Gary Humble, Tennessee Stand says, and I, I take his advice on this stuff because he reads the freaking bill and he's got a mind for it. He really does. We see uh, SB 2058 is an effort to intentionally subvert the work being done by grassroots supporters across the state pushing back against federal overreach. Bowling's bill, SB 2775, I trust Janice. Janice is carrying something. I just, I just, I'm all for it. Woman has been uh, the most solid rock uh, up there in the Senate, in my opinion, uh, with Mark Pody being a, 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 a close second. No, no offense. Ladies first, Mark. Uh, and so uh, it says uh, SB uh, 2775, the Restoring State Sovereignty Act through Nullification Act, is a superior uh, to Lowe's bill, grassroots supporters say, uh, leading uh, the fight uh, to end Tennessee's practical participation with federal action that finds constitutionally violent. And since 2022, Bowling filed her original bill uh, due to the aftermath of COVID-19 lockdowns. And so she's been fighting this fight. She's not new to this. Like, you know, she's not Johnny come Adam Lowe lately. Hey, you like that? 
<laughs> Johnny come Adam Lowe lately. Let's try to grab some headlines, get in front of the cameras, go out on the campaign trail and lie to low information voters. While meanwhile, there's a better alternative sitting right there that we need to support. Guys, that's the end of the stories. That's the end of it. So what happens at the end of the Big Seven? For those of you that are uninitiated and new, I tell you what I'm doing this weekend. Well, what am I doing this weekend? Well, tonight, as you can see, I got to get my hair cut. So I got to go down the mountain, get my hair cut. I'm going to go to the gym. Uh, and I, I think that's all I got tonight. And then I'm going to come home, try to get home at a decent hour. Uh, tomorrow is a big day, though. I got to move a bunch of stuff up in the attic. Got to move a bunch of stuff up in the attic. Uh, and I've got to cut down a limb over here. You want to see this? This is what this is what gets you. This is really primetime news reporting. See, uh, that big, huge limb fell down in my yard. And I've sawed down most of it, or sawed it up. Uh, but I'm not done yet, as you can see. There's plenty of firewood left right over here. So I've got to get that stuff uh, cut and stacked. And then uh, we are continuing, sort of, the celebration of my beautiful wife's uh, birthday. Uh, we're going to have some friends over on Saturday night after we go to church, and we're going to try to go to the Signal Mountain Opry. Uh, one last closing note for those of you that listen. Tr closed circuit transmission to our regular listeners. If you know somebody, if you know somebody who lives on Signal Mountain, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, we are starting up. Uh, Brandon Lewis is his little little lonesome self. Uh, the Signal Mountain Conservatives Club, and it's going to be focused on taking action uh, and actually uh, getting involved uh, right here up in the mountain area, just right here in this zip code. That's it. I think sometimes we get so caught up in state government, we get so caught up in federal government, especially like a, to me, that's like like looking at the weather on Mars and dressing accordingly. You don't live on Mars. You have no impact on Mars. It doesn't really, there's not much you can do about it, but you can do a lot about what's right in your backyard. You can do a lot about what's going on in your state government. So we're starting a Signal Mountain Conservatives Club. So if you know of somebody that lives up here, you want to forward me their, their name, their contact information, Brandon at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. I'd love to see it. And Sunday, I'm just going to goof around here at the house. I may not be able to do, probably won't be able to do the Big Seven next week because I will be at an industry conference. And so... Um, if, if, if you miss me, that's okay, but we'll have somebody filling in. We'll still bring you the news. I've got to go earn a living in, in my company that actually makes me money instead of costs me time and money, and that is the Painters Academy. Guys, I love you. I mean it. I hope you're all having a fantastic Friday. I'll see you week after next for the Big 7. It's Brandon Lewis here with the Ten Con Big old 7, signing off. See ya.